Hey guys, on this week's Sam Mace Podcast Sooner Edition, we spoke to the commissioner of the new women's professional fast pitch softball league, Lauren Chamber. We discussed the new league and what the last few months have been like as the commissioner. Is this Patty Gasso's best Sooner team ever? And the impact of NIL for the female athletes. Hope you guys enjoy Kingfisher America, with the motto, come join the family, and when they say it, they mean it. My family and I have been embraced by Casey and the Jackson family from day one, and I'm here to tell you that if you're in the market for a new or used car, truck, or SUV, and want a straightforward, no-hassle car buying experience, Jackson's of Kingfisher is a dealership for you. Give them a call at 866-695-8010, or check them out online at jacksonsofkingfisher.com. And right now, if you mention the Sam Mace Podcast, you get $500 off any used vehicle on the lot. Jackson's a Kingfisher. Come join the family. Interested in a truly one-of-a-kind home in a well-established neighborhood? You've got to check out this listing at Broyles Real Estate Group just blocks away from the Western District. This fully renovated three-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath home has left nothing untouched. With all-new sheetrock, paint, fixtures, refinished hardwood floors, open kitchen that's perfect for entertaining, and large windows throughout for tons of natural lighting. The third bedroom has its own private entrance and bathroom, perfect for those who wish to work from home, have a studio, or just need a little extra privacy. There's a large laundry room with gorgeous coral cabinets, a cozy fireplace in the large master with a walk-in closet, designer bathroom, and large patio doors to your new backyard. This Broyles Real Estate Group property is a must-see, so check it out for yourself. Look for the link in the description of the podcast. Buying a home is an overwhelming process. Wouldn't you rather work with a lender you know and trust? West Sims with Financial Concepts Mortgage can cover all your residential home loan needs from conventional FHA, VA, USDA, RD to down payment assistant loans and more. With low rates and one low flat rate origination fee, you can depend on the full transparency you need. Get pre-approved for your future today. Call or text 405-314-6276 or fill out your application at westsims.zipforhome.com. Experience the home team advantage. West Sims with Financial Concepts Mortgage. Let out the beast. Let him out. Welcome. I'm Sam Mays. Today in the Sam Mays Podcast, live from Brent's Cage and Seafood, we have the commissioner, Ms. Lauren Chamberlain. How are you? I'm good. I'm full. We just had a good meal. Absolutely. Shout out to Brent's. Yeah, shout out to Brent. And I'm happy to be here. I can't believe he's not here. I hope he's okay. I told him that we were coming in, and he was ecstatic about it. So I thought he liked me the first he, time. He does like you a ton. Like, he was really excited about this, okay, but uh, he's, he's not here today. Um, Lauren is the commissioner of the New Women's Professional Fast Pitch League, mm-hmm. and obviously a former Sooner great. I tweeted out earlier this week that you're going to be joining the podcast, and I had a bunch of people send out gifts of queens. Walking down aisles towards Ooh, thrones. Me a queen? Uh, yes, you a queen. Uh, I had several references of you being the Babe Ruth of softball. Um, that's pretty incredible, right? Thank you. Uh, when you think of where women's athletics have come in just the last 20 years. Uh, I left the field at Oklahoma State in 2004, 2005, and I remember watching the, the girls on campus train as hard, work as hard. Mm-hmm. Um, get hurt as much and then struggle to get any sort of support, mm-hmm. right? Whether it was medical or uh, 
uh, funding, financial, and it mm-hmm. just it blew me away as somebody who recognized that's the same sweat running down her forehead that's running right. down mine right now. And well, so, I appreciate you saying that no, because I just, sometimes we th- we had those same thoughts. Like, what, what, we're a little lower down the totem pole, right? A little bit, and, but, it's, and they make you feel that way, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, OU's getting a lot better at that. No question. And to see the love that OU softball's been getting, which I'm sure we'll talk about today, has just been amazing. So the t- the times are changing. There, there's no question about that. We're going to talk OU softball. We're going to talk in. IL. Uh, we're going to talk about your new agency that you took a little bit of a sidestep to because you are the commissioner of the new league now. Uh, but I really want to open it up with professional softball and, and where this is going. This league will start in June. It'll yes. run for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, there's two teams that mm-hmm. are, are in the league. You're looking mm-hmm. to get two more before it gets yes. started? Okay. Yeah, we, we would love to have three to four teams for year one. Now, obviously, there's a lot of buzz, a lot of excitement. Let's talk about just what it's been like for you since you became the commissioner and which is kind of what you've been up to. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, think of like building anything. It's just year one. Right. <laughs> like the right. grind time of, of actually building, you know, a dream professional league. Um, but we've got the right people in place. So since I've become the commissioner, man, it's it's been quite the title change for me. Um, it's been nice to, again, focus on the business side of the sport. I've learned so much since that came out and I think it was September. Um, the conversations I've had, just the, the, I guess, the language and verbiage of business and sports, and I've gotten so much better at it. But, uh, yeah, we've got so many people that are involved and excited about softball. Specifically, right now, our target is bringing a professional softball team to Oklahoma City right, uh, for this first year, which yes. is going to be really, really big. You, got, you know how much the state loves softball. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, people pull up for the Sooners, and I, I truly, firmly believe that they will for a prof- professional team, too. So. I, I couldn't imagine that they wouldn't. Yeah. I, I really – so. For me, growing up in Youngstown, Ohio, not the place where we've got baseball equipment, mm. right? It's the one sport that I didn't grow up playing as a kid. Uh, my buddies in the neighborhood didn't have balls and bats mm-hmm. and gloves and things like that, so we just never really gravitated towards it. So I've never really learned to love it outside of the appreciation of the history of baseball that and how it's, it coincides with America's history, right? right? It's, mm-hmm. it's civil rights. Yeah. Uh, it's women in sports. It's world wars. There's so much history to baseball that I can learn to appreciate for sure. Yeah. The game in itself, though, I've never loved. I love softball. Yeah. It is nonstop, in-your-face energy all the time. And I had a professor tell me once in school that college football was a spectacle. Mm. It's the bands and the fans and the cheerleaders and all those things, right? Right. I think college softball is very much the same. Oh, yeah. It is a spectacle. Yes. The brand is strong. I mean, there's such a vibe when you go. And and we've always said it, and I've said it. Anybody that's like, huh, like, I wonder – Tell me about softball. I'm like, just give me one shot. Like, come to one game, and we'll we'll show out for you. Absolutely. Uh, but the fast-paced part of it, it gives you all the best parts of baseball. And I love baseball personally, but it gives you the best parts of baseball in a little bit more compact, um, more energetic kind of firing off um, situation. Absolutely. So, yeah. And the, it's a great th- great sport. And the, the other thing that I love about it is kind of like going to a wrestling duel. Mm-hmm. If you go to a softball game. 99% of the people that are in the stands know softball. Oh, yeah. So, like, the oohs and the ahs and the applause, they're, they're all together. Like, yes. it's like a wave of emotion through the crowd. Yes. And as a spectator, as a journalist for me, covering the event is just so cool, right? Because yeah. it's like these people get it. They love it. They're excited about it. And if you are in Oklahoma City and you've been to the World Series, you know that you've witnessed one of the coolest events in all of sports. Like, it, that is a – I will never miss it. If I'm out of Oklahoma, I will fly back – to watch it because it's such a spectacle. It's amazing. And, and kind of to pivot a little bit and think about 
NCAA softball and the love that it gets. And, you know, it gets that TLC. It's backed by NCAA. And uh, you see how many people really, like you said, you would fly. To yeah. go, you'd go back to watch it, right? So that brand is so strong for those uh, college players. And I experienced a little bit of the drop-off just on platform going from, you know, breaking the home run record my senior year, getting drafted number one, and then they're like, well, where can we watch you? Like, there, there was just no, like, they didn't right. know anything about the professional scheme. So one of my, you know, biggest points in this whole thing and, and reasons for taking the job is to elevate the sport, get in rooms that it hasn't been talked about before, right, right or in before, and, and really create a less of a drop-off for that athlete once they leave college because, I mean, your pros are your MVPs of the World Series. Absolutely. Your favorite players that balled out at the World Series that you know and come to love, and then you follow them and you build that brand to translate translate into professional softball so it's coming it's it's going to take some time but i if we have the right people behind it and the right people that want to support those women as they're making that transition into professional ball right because we, we we pull up for them nonstop when they're young and then when they get to high school i mean just the amount of of love and attention that we give them in their youth yes teach them to fall in love with it right we get right. them just totally hooked on the sport we support them support them college it's like the number one you know or top three sporting event of the year yes everybody supports it absolutely and then now what right so weird it's almost it's odd it's mm-hmm. very strange how drastically that drop off is and now it's, we have this but I, it, it's, it's odd, but it's not. It's, it's branding. It's continuing to tell the story and giving them its visibility. It's giving right. them a place to go watch them and follow them. So, again, it, that, that will all come in time, but it's really building that foundation and building those people that want to see this ex- exceed all the expectations. So, as far as this league is concerned, you, you feel like softball is one of the world's fastest-growing sports. Mm-hmm. You feel like there's an audience already built in for this. What are some of the hurdles that you're facing right now as a commissioner? Just kind of getting, like you said, you're number one. Is there anything that in particular that's sticking out to you that you find more challenging than others? I would say dealing with a bit of proof of concept, oh. right? Like people want to see something that's succeeded before, before they go ahead and put the dollar in, right? And this is a big risk for people. They're like, right. well, but again, we can pull from the studies that we've seen from the Women's College World Series. We can pull you know, from so many different things that have shown softball as a succeeding sport. Absolutely. And it's a standalone sport. That's another thing that's really exciting is it's not, uh, you know, and I love WNBA, but it's always going to be compared to NBA, right? You're going to have that argument where it's like, man, they just like, it's like, I like NBA and I'm trying to like WNBA. And if you're a real sports fan, like you love it, WNBA. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But with softball, it's, it's awesome in a way because it, it can stand alone from baseball. Absolutely. We don't need baseball in college to get the ratings. We get them on our own, right? And same with we love MLB, but we can stand alone. Absolutely. We can have We can have partnership. We can have that, like, sister brotherhood. But at the same time, our sport is so strong on its own. It's its own spectacle. It's its own experience, Absolutely. if you will. So. I, I find um, one of the comments or quotes that came out from you in, I wonder, was it November that you took this decision? It was, yeah, it would have been like September, October, in the fall. And you said in your first real interview, I think it was, I'm trying to quote you, but it was something like you're always going to be a player's commissioner. Yeah, what yeah, is, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that statement. Just keeping the players in mind, which is difficult when you get into the business side of things. And that's something that, like, as a player, I used to think, man, like, why don't they just do this? Right. right? Why can't this just happen? Why can't we just have millions of dollars? Why can't we, you know, like, there's that almost um, naive 
viewpoint of things. Uh, but as you get on the business side, you're like, okay, well, those are like 15 hurdles we have to hop over, right? right? And we have to get, you know, a board of this many people to approve that. Like, there's so many things that have to go. But at the same time, when you get in on that business side, you can't lose sight of the players. You can't lose sight of what they want, what they need in order to be their best because they're your product at the right. end of the day. Your league doesn't go if you don't have the players in mind. That's I, it. I would so say I've, that I've just studied up on that and been like, man, like, I've always been – you know, a player's player Absolutely. when I was a player. Yep. So why would I change that up if I'm commissioner? You, um, I will go ahead and go on a limb and say that you're probably the only commissioner in professional sports that has that mindset, mm, right? Yeah. When you look at Roger Goodell take the NFL draft, he gets booze. Right. Baseball is currently on strike, and right. I don't know that it's going to make it back this season. Mm-hmm. Right? It is a complete and utter disaster. I just looking at what's going out there. You know, I think the WNBA has got somebody at, at the helm there that's Kathy, working yeah, for them. Kathy's doing a great job, yeah. but it's good to see. A, a young person come out there and, and grab and say, I'm here to support the players in a journey that is new, right? Mm-hmm. And there's still going to be leaps and hurdles and, and all kinds of jungle in front of you to do this thing. But I would feel better as a player knowing that the commission of the league has got my back. So yeah, and, just, cool and, and, and really, and I appreciate that. And really just trying and, and right. making sure that their voice is heard being, a, you know, that bridge, bridging the gap. Um, I want to be able to have them be able to call me right. whenever Absolutely. And, and, and talk to me friend to friend, woman to woman, right? It, before it's right. like, oh, you're my commissioner. It's like, bro, I played with all y'all. Like, right. <laughs> That's like, awesome. This isn't some like huge age gap and huge just like you don't, you don't understand us. It's like, no, I do. So let's talk about it. I want you to see you know, my side of things. I want you to see what the hurdles that we face and what we have to do in order to make decisions. But then I also want to hear what you've got and let's sit in a room and talk. Absolutely. All right, before we jump to OU softball here, I got to ask, is there anything that you want us, the, the future fan of your new league, to know? And how can we support? And I actually had somebody reach out and say, how can we get some gear? Like, yes. yeah, people want to know how they can get on board with this thing Yeah, right so biggest thing for all the updates, follow us at WProFastPitch on all socials. Okay. So at WProFastPitch. It's going to be put your money where your mouth is. And I know that people... People might be like, eh, Lauren, chill out. But but really, if you truly support and you really want to see this thing take off and you really want to support the women and, you know, you're going to see a couple of OU softball players hopefully make that Oklahoma City pro team, right? Right. If you want to see this thing take off, buy tickets to come watch. If it's on TV, watch it on TV. Absolutely. Anytime we can turn physical bodies in stadiums into numbers to give to sponsors, anytime we can see it visible. If we're on TV or we're on streaming and you pull up and you find a way to support us there, that will get us to the next step. So, again, it's just supporting and and it's not millions of dollars, y'all. It's going to be affordable family fun. Absolutely. That's amazing. All right. Very cool. Well, I, for one, am super proud of you for uh, taking this on. I, you know, we've talked a little bit this through COVID and everything else, social justice, and I've always been a huge fan of, of you as a person, uh, but to follow your career has been exceptional. And for my daughters, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love the fact that they get to watch uh, someone attack the world like you are. It's Thank pretty cool. You. It's good stuff. That's sweet. I appreciate that. All right. So Oklahoma softball, they're pretty good. There's Uncle Brent. Hi, hey, Uncle Brent. Brent. Uh, we got here, and, and Lauren asked, so we're, we're not doing the menu thing. And I was like, well, Brent's not here. we got to do the menu thing. I did thing your tilapia too. today. Yeah, Loved excellent. it. The, the blackened blo- tilapia was not bad. So it was good. so good. Yes, yeah, it was great. yeah, had a great meal. Um, OU softball is the best team on the planet, right? Hello. Like, uh, Patty Gasso is... I, I hope one day I get to sit down like you are here and have a one-on-one with her because yeah, she's great. I'm pretty obsessed. Uh, there is, I <laughs> really am. We're all obsessed. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it, the thing that's kind of crazy is you look at Oklahoma just over the last 20 years, and they've had some incredible coaches. But I would argue that the two best coaches on campus are both women, mm. Patty Gasso and KJ Kindler. Let's talk about it. And they are – the way that they communicate with their teams, the way that they address the media, the way that they coach – 
in the moment, mm-hmm. I sit and watch KJ Kendler do a press conference, and Patty's the same way, and she is coaching during the press conference, mm-hmm. like talking to the young ladies on, the, on their teams during the press. Hey, did you see this? Or yep. when this happened? And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, I've never – there's not a coach in my life that I loved. There, there just isn't. Football coaches are just That's got to be tough, though. It's different. And, it yeah. is, and it's just, a, you know, it's, there's so many people involved with it, and there's so right. much it's competition all the time thing. and so much freaking testosterone all the time. Like, you never really get to know them. Like, I feel like you guys relate to your coaches or understand yeah. your coaches or, like, they know you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so to watch them compete is incredible. But to watch what, what Patty has done, what she's built, oh. uh, the largest donation in, in women's athletic history headed to Norman for this new Loves. stadium, lines – Lines wrapping around the stadium, wrapping through parking lots to get into that place to watch games. Standing room only. You, as a former player, you've got to be blown away by it. Yeah, and it's some, it's cool because I, you know, I obviously wasn't at the beginning of OU softball. I was kind of like right in the middle, right. right? And we started to really like that culture was set, but we started to amplify it. Right. I would say around that time, what's cool is that I don't think Coach Gasso's ever switched up, and I say that wholeheartedly she's always been the same so the people that are catching on now and like all this love she's getting now she's been doing that for years right so it's almost like she's just getting her flowers now so it's just an incredible feeling as an alum to be like oh coach like finally you know what I mean like this is happening like you're getting your dream stadium you're, you're getting all of these recruits over and over again. You don't have to beg another day in your yeah, life to get amazing. someone to go to OU. I mean, it's like that is – like you've built that that dream place for players, and it's it's cool to have been a very small part of it and to really see it, you know, just blow up. But, yeah, she's incredible. I, I, I think it's funny that you mentioned the recruiting aspect because I just had this conversation talking about how as much as she does have the pick of the litter, but – I feel like there was a time where Texas football also had the pick of the litter. Mm-hmm. And they took it for granted mm. to the point that even though the recruiting classes were ranked in the top ten or top five or top three, mm-hmm. the players that they were bringing in didn't fit each other, which right. is why they're in the situation they're in right now. Yep. Michigan did it. Florida State did it. And, like, you think of those teams, and when they fell, I'm like, they had a top ten recruiting class that year but still fell off. Mm-hmm. What she's building, like, how difficult is it to build a softball team that is that that the pieces fit together like a puzzle. Like right. you have to find players that work with each other, correct? Right. Well it's not you're not the program's not the players. The program's the culture. Okay. And that's just how it is at OU. So if you cut it there's so, been so many just five star athletes and, and softball players that I've heard are being recruited or end up coming and, you know, end up somewhere else. But you always think of it like I've had so many thoughts like, mm, I wonder if that's going to if she's going to fit. Right. And that's right. just not like, no, like coach doesn't make the program fit around any athlete like that. Athletes playing her role or they're not like that's it because you sell out for the culture. So, I mean, how are you dominant that amount of time? Right. But, but she also gets superstars to buy in. And that's something that you don't see a lot either. Right. There's no there's not you don't see many oddballs on OU, OU softball. You're either in or you're out or you leave. Right. So hit the transfer portal. She's cool with it. I got another, two of you, two more of you coming in. Like, That's, we're good. Right. But this is the culture that we've built, and we've worked so hard for it. So we're going to continue to keep that culture intact. So there was a, uh, a press conference that was done. I'm pretty sure Coach Gasso referenced, you know, this possibly being the best team she's ever coached. Nah, get out of here. There's some people that say this no is the best lineup that she's ever had. Look, I love the girls, but no, I'm going to stop you there. And I, <laughs> I said that to let's you during lunch, and you were like, let's, talk, let's bring it up. Let's bring it up. So 2013, you, that's it. I don't care. <laughs> There's nothing, that's it. No, I'll tell like no, headset drop. I'm out. Wow. 2013. Look, I'm I'm a Stacked. fan. And you know what? I wish like just 
Prime to prime. How many times do we talk about this in sports? Prime, prime. Prime time, 2013 versus right now. Right. The 2022 squad. Let's talk about it, bro. We're winning. Yeah. We're winning. You're not touching our pitch. But, hey, their pitching is dope. I don't want to hit a, I, you know. Did you right see now, what Jordy that girl Ball? did at UCLA? Oh. Yeah. Filthy. She's the future. Filthy. No, she's the future. Jordy Ball is legit. I took one pitch from a softball player in 2002. And remember, remember Lauren Bay? Yeah. Lauren Bay. You remember it. I remember it because it was one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life. <laughs> that ball was all over the place. And, like, yeah. the instantaneous – like, the ball leaves her hand, and it's like, well, you have to swing now. Like, there isn't a moment to even look at the ball. Like, you have to just swing. I'm out there swinging like a crazy yep. person. Uh, the pitching at Oklahoma is exceptional. There's yeah. no question about and, it. And you know what I love about that? I think that's so cool because the game has changed a lot into a hitter's game. Yeah. Um, and you're just seeing long ball, long Is that ball, technology or what? Um, I would say, yeah. Training? I, yeah, it's got to be the training. I mean, I think it's, yeah, tech, you're breaking down a lot more. Um, right. And – I mean, think about, too, if you're going, like, pitcher versus hitter, the hitter's going to have an easier time. The pitcher has to keep the ball around a certain area. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to – it's a little bit easier for the – I would say that the hitter has the one-up. But when you get someone like a Jordy Ball who comes in, like, and is just shoving, like Nicole May shoving, like, it's just cool to see that, okay, now it's back in our hands a little bit. Like, pitchers are like, yeah, Yeah. hard time. You know what I mean? I would love to see the game kind of, like, meet right in the middle. But, hey, for fans, though, we want to see home runs. I mean, I'm a home run hitter. Right. But I want to see good pitching, too. As a hitter, I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to see good pitching, too. Jocelyn Oslo is an exceptional young athlete. Mm-hmm. She has represented herself so well uh, throughout this whole process and so with so much grace. Like, her presence is awesome. She's a leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a, uh, an ambassador for the game. She's an Oklahoma Sooner, right, mm-hmm. and through and through – uh, and she is, you know, now she is an unbelievable hitter. How yeah. do you evaluate her as a player? And, like, when you look at her and the way that she does is compared to the way that you do it, are there differences or? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's definitely differences in all the best ways. Like, she, I mean, just her strength. Like, you can't deny when that ball comes off her bat. Like, she just can hit it so damn far. Right. <laughs> oh, I mean, bro, it's like a mile. She's just yes. so, so strong. But she's got that, like, and I said it right when she came in as a freshman, and she's just got that thing, like, people get quiet when she's hitting. And it's just, like, you can, you can tell that. Like, usually there's, like, a hum and a buzz and whatever. Like, when, when Jocelyn's hitting, they zone in. Like, it's, like, Jocelyn's hitting everybody. Should, should, right. You know what I mean? Like, she's hitting. <laughs> so it's cool to see that type of effect that a player can have on the fans and just the game in general. Um, it's been such a treat to watch her play. As far as this team, this season, uh, softball as a whole in, in the collegiate game, yeah, everybody expects Oklahoma to win every game. One, yeah. how much pressure is that? And I'm sure you experienced that too, you know, while you were there. And I don't necessarily know. I mean, even then, as popular as Oklahoma softball was, I feel like the world is kind of looking towards softball today. Thank yeah. God. Mm-hmm. And I think there's an expectation for it. Uh, there's more national media about it than there's yeah, ever been totally. before. So is it, a, is it a pro? Is it a pro or a con for them to be in the situation that they're in? Because it's like they're chasing themselves. I don't you know? think it's a pro or a con, and I, I say that because when you're in it and you have that mindset, you're just a machine. Like, you're literally just a machine. And so it's just part of your DNA to just win, right? right. So you just you just go. Now, do you feel it a little bit more when you take that, that L? Like, I'm thinking back to that 2013 team and four losses. Right. So you feel the lot. Like, I remember the loss more than I remember the wins, right? Because it's just like, man, like, 
they, they actually got us that time. Right. So you can take and it. it, the, yeah, I mean, it, it, it does. And it's a humbling experience. But at the same time, you're such a machine that it's like, if you do your job, you're going to win. Right. Just do your job. Do your job. And whatever happens, happens. Call it. They go undefeated. They actually. <laughs> oh, if I call it, I'm the shit. Yes, if it, if it happens. So I, I might. Can we just say it? Yeah, can we ahead. just say that? Yes. Oklahoma softball is going to go undefeated and in the, win a national in the 2022 champs. season. That's incredible. I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, it's like Could Tiger a, Woods. I, somebody put some money on it. Yeah. I can't. Like, see, when Tiger was in his prime, it's like you want to bet against – you want to bet for Tiger Woods or for the field. And I'm like, you're a crazy person. No one wants to bet against that dude. I'm no, not betting like against Patty Gass and Oklahoma softball. That's crazy. It, oh, man. It makes me just want to, like, suit up. Yeah, it get back out there. It always makes me want to suit up. But it's so cool because it's like, man – like, we were there, and we did our job, and we hit past the torch. And, I mean, it's like they've relit it, like, times 500. I like, it's it. just – it's insane to see what they've done. It's That's so awesome. cool. Just such a proud feeling. All right, I've got to ask the uh, the NIL conversation. As excited as I was about NIL for collegiate athletes in general, as mm-hmm. a football player, I'm sitting here watching these coaches, you know, $10 million salaries annually. And the college game, different than the pro game. It's, you know, the pro game – your teams are basically the same. Your top 5% of your players are what make you different, mm-hmm. right? Those big mm-hmm. money makers are what mm-hmm. make you different. The college game, it's Jimmy's and Joe's. Right. It's recruiting, right? There's a whole lot of coaches that could have success with Nick Saban's roster, mm-hmm. right? And not mm-hmm. to say that he's not the GOAT and all those things. Well, but course. I feel like in a billion-dollar business, it's about time that some of the, the student-athletes can do what they need to do uh, to help take care of themselves, right? Yeah. And in particular, for, for female athletes – a lot of the time after this, it drops off completely. Like you said, right. you experienced a drop off. Yep. Imagine how much money you would have made in NIL. Yeah, I wouldn't th- be here talking to you, Sam. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I would have come back. I would have flown back from Bora Bora. From Bora Bora. My just plane. through this podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, look, you could have flown me out yeah, there. That's I what promise I was like, you. Hey, yeah. We would have we yeah. done it out in the islands. No, oh, I just, it's, it's such a good thing. I think people, oh, they want to ruin it and just make it this, like, whole bad thing. And, of course, I'm going to take you know, the, the approach of, like, I was an athlete. Like, of course I wanted to make money. Right. I also think back to, like, when I was eating, like, mac and cheese and PB&J. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Ramen like, noodles. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm like, they don't like, – yes, a scholarship is, is a blessing. and yet, But the level of commitment and what we were doing and, and watching the amount of money that the school was making on you, but you, you were capped at a certain amount just based on somebody thinking you were good. Right. Like, not being able to accept – someone behind me in the Chipotle line after a game saying, Lauren, great game. I just want to buy you dinner. Yeah. It's and like he, a $12 bowl, dude. Yeah. Like, what are we upset about? Like, I, that's let, him, just I let him buy it. That's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I'm like, we can't really. <laughs> Sam, I'll let you say it. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just, there's just certain things that you're like, man, especially, in, and I love that you highlighted just the female athletes because it, as a woman, like, you're, the reality is a big platform is college. Like, your, your highest platform right now, at least for softball, and I'm working my butt off to make it different. You're right. But the platform is softball. It's college softball. So if I can't make money and capitalize on my hard work with the help of the university, no one's saying we did it on our own. Right. Of course, it's a two-way street. But if you're making a ton of money off my last name, I want to make money off of yours too. 100%. Like, why can't we meet halfway? Right. Uh, I think the limit, and, and there's so much, it, it's, it's hard because there is a lot of gray area, but the limit on what I can make based on my name, my last name, don't tell me how much I can and can't make. Right. 
So let me have fun. Absolutely. Capitalism. Yeah. Like, it's just. Like, what are we, we're in America. What are you talking about? Right. Fair, <laughs> yeah, I love how we talk in IL and people forget where we're at. Right. This is America. True. It's built on capitalism. Yeah. Like, fair market value. Like, right. that's just what it's worth. And now, so in that, and to, if, for people that are like, oh, well, it's just not, it's not fair. Okay, number one. When has life ever been fair? Right. Okay. But number two, if I'm not performing on the field, then talk to me. Yes. But if I'm making money and I'm hitting home runs, don't talk to me, man. I'm right. living a good life. The, and yeah, absolutely. I'm actually a lot happier as a player, and I'm not bitter Betty over there because I'm actually making money. Yeah. What are we talking about? Right. Being able to change. I mean, and just to go. And it's not like we're talking about. I mean, Caleb Williams' situation out there at USC is unique. There's no question about it. Good for that young man. Mm -hmm. Make the Go money. Get your money. And look, I, as life. much as we are anti Caleb Williams around here, and I get it, as a former athlete, I'm like, boy, man, I hope you play your ass off. Because, I do too. Because if he falls off and he is not worth what they've given him, it hurts NIL across the board, mm -hmm. right? And I do feel like this thing is going to level out eventually. It does seem a little wild, wild west. And this is somebody who is a, I'm a proponent of it. I yeah. hope, I'm so ha happy yeah. about it. But it does seem a little crazy and just how there just doesn't seem like there's any boundaries. Well, and you think about it, too, and, like, this is to coming to the defense of the universities because NCAA also just kind of was like, here you go. We're passing this on this date. Right. Have fun. Right. So there wasn't a lot to, like, work with as the universities were just kind of scrambling, like, what can we do, what can't we do? This is new territory. Like we talked about earlier, it's like dropping the internet on people and being like, what is this? Right. Like, how do you mandate this, right? right? Like, what are we supposed to do? So it is a lot of territory, but I think it's just a whole learning experience for both the university, the players, NCAA, coaches, everybody involved. Um, I think the, the universities that are willing to take that extra step and say, how can we make this Nailed a good it. thing? Yep. Uh, those universities are going to get the payout that they want. 100%. So I think if you're timid with it, you're going to end up losing as a university. In a, in a way that is way bigger than I feel like they believe. Like, these things are, universities I feel like are in the position where they think they're too big to fail. Mm. Like, we're just going to go ahead and it's fine. You guys can do that. We're not going to get really engaged. We're not going to educate you on that. Let me tell you something. Mama Mays in 2000, if Coach would have sat down in my living room and didn't talk about NIL and how they were going to help me take advantage of the opportunities, she's absolutely helping them leave and the next guy to come yes. in and sit down. Like, I it's don't know what. It's a recruiting what, tool. Absolutely. It's, it's a recruiting 100%. tool. 100%. And player, like, to, to think that players aren't paying attention to that and what the university can do for them is naive and stupid. So, right. I would shout out to OU. I think they've done a great job at OSU, too, I'm Absolutely. sure, of just making sure that, you know, their players know this is what you can do. Um, but don't use it just – I'm going to challenge universities also to take it a step further. Don't just use it as a recruiting tool. Right. Make sure they're prepped when they get there and take care of the women athletes. Yes. Take care of your women on campus because this is their money-making opportunity. So if you want to keep the ball rolling, championship style – Right? Absolutely. Make sure that they're prepped and ready to go. And so it's cool when you see these, like, specific programs that universities are coming out with just solely dedicated to NIL. That's great. And, like, shout out to you guys because you're, you're prepping, you know, not only their time at OU or OSU or any institution, you're prepping them to handle money now. You're prepping them to talk business with people. You're, you're prepping them to be ambassadors for companies. Like, you're really – you're starting to get the ball rolling for when they – makes my job easier as a commissioner. They come into my league like popping, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> they come into my league and they understand how to have these big money conversations absolutely. with people. So and they have brands. Like, and they're, yes. yes. It's, all, it's all a good thing if you know how to do it correctly. Absolutely. I, I feel like uh, at the end of the day, you know, this is going to be something that elevates college athletics in a huge way. Yep. I think it's something that elevates young men and women from areas of the country that aren't 
necessarily what I would call uh, fiscally mm-hmm. popping. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like these people are coming from areas where they don't have a dime, and now they're and they sending also money. Also, have a lot of family members. Yeah, to take absolutely, care of. Like, we need to start thinking bigger picture and not I just agree. Uh, selfish athletes. No, I agree hundred percent, and it is up to the universities to get involved. Yes, uh, ASAP, and if they don't, they will lose. I You'll fully fall behind. Be- yes, mm-hmm. you will absolutely fall behind. Well, Lauren, you nailed it. You okay. killed it. Anything, anything else off the top of your head you want to get out there? Uh, let people I, know. If I could just, hey, just anything WPF, man. I'm, I'm just, I, I really, our professional level is so important to me. And having been a player that's experienced the highs and lows of pro ball, absolutely, I want to make it the dream place for players to play after college. So if you love OU, shout out to OU <laughs> and OSU too. Softball absolutely, just, they're like Kenny's seven in the country right now. Yeah. Oh my God, Kenny's killing it. If you love softball. If you love supporting women's sports and you really want to see this grow, give them a place to play after they fi- after they finish college ball. Absolutely, I need a uh, a softball a WPF softball shirt. Yes, and I'm a three XLT. Okay, I need it. a you have a big bucket hat, maybe we something to keep. Because look, I'm gonna be honest with you. Maybe a sticker to like put on the side of your head. I'd be I'd be <laughs> down, I'm down for like right here on the yeah, headset. I'm in for that for sure. I do need a little something to keep me out of the sun, though, during the championship sun, game. The sun hats. Maybe an umbrella. My sun hat's well, got to be hey, twice probably, the size. I'm, I'll check, but I think we can maybe get you in, like, a media booth during yes. the games. Yes. Because you're going to cover WPF, yeah, correct? Absolutely. Okay, yeah, I, I'm, look, look sure. at my, I'm dead serious. I would love to be the first person that signs that deal to, to cover the league. I can't yeah. wait to get started. I think it's such a unique opportunity, and Thank I'm you. here for it. I'm it's so proud cool. of you, and uh, keep it up, and hopefully we'll talk to you again before the league gets started. And, yes. uh June, I'll give you man. the preview. Yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you the preview of what to expect. So it's coming up soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you.